0: Hey friends, welcome back to the Sister Studies podcast where you will find the audio recordings that go along with the videos and other resources that I am sharing on my Sister Studies blog for the women of my local church. Whether you are one of my fellow Butler friends, hi there, or whether you're another friend or just somebody who's happened to find this podcast, I'm so glad that you're here. I am getting ready to prepare a new set of studies for this fall. But before I do that, I wanted to upload the studies from the spring onto the podcast so that anyone that missed them or wanted to review them could do it in an easy way by just listening. The following recording is from a video that I shared in the spring of 2021 after spending a couple of weeks just listening over and over to a set of verses about knowing God as our Deliverer. You can listen to those verses just the scripture. No commentary, it's just one verse after the other in the Simply Scripture, Knowing God as our Deliverer episode that was shared on the podcast right before this episode. Before I click play, I want to just say a quick prayer. Father God, our Deliverer, we come to you today and ask that you would speak to our hearts, as we listen to these words holy spirit may you use the very word the living word of god to transform our hearts to renew our minds may your word not come back empty but fulfill the purpose that you have for us um, today as we listen in jesus name amen Hello friends. Welcome back. I am Melissa Enns and I'm so happy that you have joined me virtually um, to take some more time together to um, look at knowing God as our deliverer. Last time, last month in our video reflection, I shared some of the things that I had been learning after taking some time about three weeks to really focus on seeking to know God as our creator. And in this video, in this lesson reflection, I'm going to be sharing what I've been learning after about three weeks of really intentionally seeking to know God more deeply as our deliverer, as my deliverer. And before before I get into some of the things, sharing some of the things that I have learned, I have a question for you. So look at these pictures and tell me, well, you can't tell me. <laughs> Think about um, what might these three things have in common. So those are either some ceramic or porcelain dishes, and that's a giant sequoia tree in the middle. And then the, on the right is a Um, a diamond ring of some kind. I don't know if that's platinum or white gold. I'm going to tell you later what I think these things have in common. So why in the first place do we need to know God as our deliverer? Um, And how might knowing God as our deliverer transform us? So um, these are important questions to ask because it kind of, helps us know why, why even bother with this study? Why do we need to know God specifically in this way? And what's the point and how can it change us? I've titled this whole study divine transformed by knowing God. And I believe that when it says in the Bible that uh, we should be transformed by the renewing of our mind, that knowing truth about God and knowing truth about who God is and, um, is one of the ways that we can transform our mind. Because when we know truly who God is, it changes the way we see our circumstances and ourselves. And the reason we need to know God is our deliverer is because we all, at one time or another, need to be rescued. Um, We need to be saved, first of all, from our sin, And from a life without God, we need to know God as our Savior in a way, um, in a transforming way, you know, through salvation. But beyond that, every day, we often have opportunities um, to know God more, to need God, to deliver us or those that we love from difficulty, from trials and um, problems. We need to know that God can set us and others free from illness and disease. We need to know that he can rescue us from financial problems. Um, we need, And that he can provide for us in that way. We need to know that he can save us from the problems that we cause for ourselves. Um, we need to know that he can rescue us and those that we love from depression and anxiety and stress and any other kind of fear or sin that we might be trapped in. We need we need to know that God is our rescuer and our savior and our deliverer. So these are some of the things that after taking the last few weeks to listen to the verses that I had recorded um, about specifically focusing on God as deliverer, these are some of the uh, the things that stood out to me. So number one. God, our creator, is also God, our deliverer. So in the last month, we, we spent some time to focus on knowing God is our creator. And it is encouraging to me to know that the same God that created the world and that created me is my deliverer because he knows me. If he created me, then he knows me. If he created you, he knows you. And he knows exactly what we need. He knows what is hard for us. He knows um, how to save us. And he's able, if he was able to make this whole world, he is able to save us. And I'm extremely, extremely grateful for that. And so I was amazed as I saw Um, As I studied these verses and as I was looking for the verses to put together in the first place, how often God reminded his people throughout the Old Testament, especially that he was their creator and that he would deliver them. And I think that that is important for us to remember as well. Second point, um, God is always paying attention to us, He's watching over us and He's listening to us, but He doesn't always keep us from experiencing trouble and difficulty. And um, this verse in Psalm thirty-four it says exactly that: "The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and His ears are attentive to their cry." The righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. Jesus goes even farther in the New Testament to say that in this world, we will have trouble, but to take heart that he has overcome the world. And I wonder why, you know, we we can think and talk about why does God allow us still to have trouble and difficulty And as I've discussed this with um, some friends this morning at church, we talked about how we still experience trouble and difficulty in this life, in this world, because this is a broken world and we are broken people. So sometimes we experience troubles and difficulties because of the brokenness of other people or just creation and um, creation needing to be redeemed again. And sometimes because of our own, mistakes and sin and rebellion and just going our own way. We cause our own problems. And even just the idea that um, it's heaven. Heaven is where we will experience freedom ultimately from, from all of the pain and suffering. And that's not going to happen here in this world. The other thing that I think we, God wants us to remember is that the problems and difficulties are not just a consequence of brokenness, but they also work out good. God uses them to work out good things in us. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that at the end. So one of the good things that God is doing in us through difficult things. And as we wait for him is he's teaching us how to persevere and how to wait. And he's also training us for future battles and this kind of character building work takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen instantly um, as much as we would like things to happen quickly. (laughs) Um, Psalm 40 says, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. And we have to learn how to wait patiently for God um, deliverance is often and rescue and freedom is often something that we have to wait and keep praying and keep seeking God for. And he teaches us how to wait and how to be patient as we, as we practice <laughs> being patient and waiting for him. Um, he also is training us. He is, he's good to not let us just be people that can't handle difficulties. He's training us for battles, um, Just in this life. And he, and again, as our creator, he knows exactly how to do that in the right way in exactly the way that we need. And one of the reasons that God trains us for battle is because waiting makes us feel weak and weary. Sometimes we get just worn out. And, um, when, you know, and discouraged when we keep praying the same thing over and over again and waiting for God to answer. And, the reality is that the devil is going to try to take advantage of that, of us when we are weak and weary and discouraged. And God tells us, you know, through the apostle Paul, when he wrote the letter to the Ephesians, he said, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, because we're not, not we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. We're not fighting against um, just other, we're not fighting against other people. We're fighting against a spiritual enemy. And Satan hates it when we are growing. He hates it when we are helping other people. He hates it when we are learning to know God better and is always going to try and stop that by discouraging us. And if we are waiting for God to come through and to rescue us or somebody else that we love from some kind of difficult circumstance or situation, Satan is going to try to get us to give up. To get us to stop praying, to think that there's no hope left and or that it's all on us, that it's all up to us to fix the problem or to worry, to worry it out instead of letting God work it out. He, you know, we can be tempted to worry things through and at least I can, I'll admit to you. And yet God wants us to remember to take up the armor of God, not just to say, I take up the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit, but actually to hold on to faith and to hold on to the word of God and believe what God says. Um, Christina this morning mentioned, you know, the idea that standing firm is not it's not just pretending that everything's fine and just kind of saying everything's fine, but it's holding fiercely, holding tightly to God and to his promises. And I, I love that picture. That is what God calls us to and how he wants us to stand firm. God, our deliverer, is with us in every difficult trial we face. He says in Isaiah 43, this And this is another one of those places. He says, this is what the Lord says. The one who created you, O Jacob, informed you, O Israel, don't be afraid, for I will protect you. I call you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I am with you. When you pass through the streams, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not harm you. And. We know from experience that this doesn't mean that when we go through difficult things that we won't feel it. I don't know whether or not Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego felt the fire when they were in the fiery furnace, but I know that I feel the the strain and the difficulty when I'm going through difficult times, but God is with me and I cling to that hope. And so Isaiah 43, not only does it remind us that God is with us in every trial we face, but it reminds us that he is able to make a way. He's always able to make a way and he will make a way, even when we can't imagine how it's possible. God reminded his people that he was the one that brought them out of Egypt. He reminded them of that over and over in the, in the old Testament. And, because God parting the Red Sea and leading his people through on dry land and rescuing them from Pharaoh's army, it's kind of like God's, um, his signature, his trademark move is making a way when it looks impossible. And I, we as humans can sometimes we have limited imaginations (laughs) we have limited abilities to see the future and to see what god can see but god sees all the ways that he can work things out and that he can deliver us from difficult circumstances and those we love and i am so grateful and depend on that so the more we know god the more we will experience God's presence, pleasure, promises, plan, perspective, provision, purpose, peace, protection, power, perfection, and purity. This is what I said in the in our first video and what I still believe. Um, and what I wanna know is how does, how knowing God as our deliverer, how does it allow us to experience more of God in this way? And how will that transform us? For me, I can tell you that in this month, as I have been remembering that God is my deliverer and the deliverer of those that I love that also need to be set free from difficulties that they're in right now, as I'm remembering God, it's helping me to find rest for my soul. It's helping me to trust him. And as I trust him, and as I pour out my heart to him, I find refuge and peace and I It's a slow process, but I am being changed, and I am finding finding God's grace and God's strength and His peace as I depend on Him to be my deliverer. And I hope that f- happens to you too. Um, so back to these pictures of these things. The reason that I have them all together is because, all of these things, ceramics and porcelain pottery of any kind and giant sequoia trees and precious metals and gems, they all require intense heat of some kind in order to exist. Pottery has to be fired at generally like close to 2000 degrees And sequoia seeds need forest fires in order for their seeds to open up the the pine cones. And also the forest fires allow sunlight and rain to reach where the seeds will be. And it clears away the leaves so that the seeds can reach the ground. So sequoia trees, which are so amazing, can't, can't live without fire. And metal, gold, it melts It doesn't melt to be formed into something until it's, I think it was 1900 degrees. And if that happens to be a platinum ring, platinum doesn't melt until it's over 3000 degrees hot. So, and, and diamonds and precious jewels, we know also require intense heat and pressure in order to be formed. And I believe that God, Wants to remind us through his word, both in first Peter one, six and seven and James one, two and four. God reminds us that he is refining us, that we can be thankful for trials because he is working his character out in us so that we can be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And that our faith can be refined and purified to his glory. So let's pray. Let's take a minute to pray that God will continue to help us as we trust him through whatever fires we are going through. Before we listen to the closing prayer, I just want to say that I hope you have been encouraged today as you have listened to this episode. I... I'm the one that recorded it back a few months ago, but even I needed to remember these things. You know, we might know so much, and yet we have to constantly remember the things that we know, don't we? And I hope that you will go from here today, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, Remembering that God is with you, that He knows exactly why you or those you love are in the situations you're in, what got you there, how and when you're going to get out, and He's working. I'm not saying that He caused every problem, but I do believe that God is at work and that we can trust Him for that, and I pray that today you will be able to hold on fiercely to the hope that we have, which is Christ and Christ at work in us through the Holy Spirit as God the Father loves us and draws us closer to his heart. God, I thank you for being our deliverer that you didn't just save us for, any, for eternity with you, but that you save us and are with us daily in this life. God, sometimes we might wish that there was no pain and suffering, but you reveal to us more of who you are as we go through hard things. You help us to grow. In ways that we could not grow without going through difficulties. You give us deeper peace and joy as we walk with you through hard times. I pray, God, that you will help us to learn how to be thankful for the hard things as we, even as we wait for you to deliver us and to deliver those that we love from whatever we might be going through now or whatever they and we will be going through in the future. Thank you, Jesus, for your words, that yes, in this world we will have trouble, but that we can take heart because you have overcome the world. And you give us that strength to overcome as well. And I thank you for that. And thank you for helping us to know you more. In Jesus' name, amen.